0: Hi, everyone. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that your girl is on Patreon. What else is going on, podcast? AKA WeGo, W E I G O, is on Patreon. So if you feel so inclined and want to support your girl that way, you can head on over to patreon.com slash WeGo podcast. That's P A T R E O N dot com slash WeGo podcast, W E I G O podcast. Now, If you don't want to be on a monthly recurring thing, I totally understand that. But if you want to support, you can head on over to buymeacoffee.com slash Wego, W-E-I-G-O. Again, buymeacoffee.com slash W-E-I-G-O. Because you know a girl be trying to put in some work and a coffee could help me stay awake. So those are your two options. And if you don't want to do either of those things, if you could rate, review, and subscribe and share with your friends, I would love that. Now, on to the episode. The following podcast is a CJ Media Pro. Welcome to the What Else Is Going On podcast, the intersection where pop culture life and real life meet up. Get ready to deep dive into all things reality TV and the dichotomy of loving the game, but not necessarily the players. they start to reflect real life issues like deep-seated discrimination and a world rooted in racism. Feeling conflicted because I love Clip, Clip, Clip. And I also have to chant Black Lives Matter. Buckle your seatbelts and brace yourselves because my foot is off the brake and this intersection gets busy. So come along for the ride so we can see what else is going on. Hi everyone, welcome back to another week of the What Else Is Going On podcast. It's your girl, Taria. And this week, my featured guest is moi. So hope you guys are ready. Well, it's me and Jose, last name Cuervo. Didn't even pour it in a glass. We're gonna get into it. But before we do, I just wanna announce that I now have podcast subscriptions. So it's not like Patreon where you may get where you well, may where you get bonus content, which I do have one of those We Go Podcast or Patreon.com slash we go podcast. But this is just if you want to support me, uh you can start three dollars, five dollars, however much you want uh, to give to support your girl. You know your girl got two kids in college, yo. Like, you know, and I love y'all. And your girl also loves a nice and lip gloss, maybe a <clears throat> he'll or there. No, but all jokes aside, I'm so appreciative of every single podcast, supporter, listener, download, share, follow me on Instagram. I truly love y'all so much. Sometimes I do sit back and like, dad, they really want to hear me speak. I appreciate y'all. I love going back and forth in the comments, even though I tussle with some of y'all, but y'all tussle with me too. So, but at the end of the day, we love it. So if you want to support your girl, support a black content creator support some black girl magic. You can go to my Buzzsprout website, which is Wego, W E I G O, Wego podcast. Buzzsprout.com. Buzzsprout is B U Z Z S P R O U T. So, Wego podcast. And whatever you wish uh, to support me monthly would be truly appreciated. Thank you guys. So let's get into some things. So we, by now, everyone clearly has heard about Brandi Glanville and Caroline Manzo on season four. Or I guess, I don't know, are they called seasons? But Real Housewives, Ultimate Girls Trip. Yeah, season four. And it was being reported that they got into a fight, that they got into a kerfuffle, that they got into a skirmish. And it's come out that actually uh the only body parts that maybe were... Included in this shuffle would be the lips. So what's come out is that Brandy, who was sent home, allegedly tried to kiss Carolyn Manzo and. Caroline felt uncomfortable and I said, Carolyn, Caroline felt uncomfortable and decided to leave. I feel like she left a day before filming wrapped. She left on her own volition and then Brandy was sent home. Now, I'm hearing people say, well, you know, people that like Brandy but don't like Caroline because of the Dina Manzo things, which is not great, not great at all. But they're saying, oh, it's just housewives. It's just the kiss. I want to be very clear where I stand. In the words of Giselle non Kobe Bryant, by no means do I want anybody's body parts on mine without me giving them consent to do so. And that's what it comes down to for me, consent. If she felt uncomfortable with Brandy trying to kiss her, maybe that's how she felt, I don't know. Full disclosure, I've never cared for Brandy Glanville. However, I wouldn't want her to be, if this was the case of Caroline just not liking her, I wouldn't want Brandy to, I guess, be, I don't know if demonized is the right word, but if it was something like that, just a case of them not liking each other. However, we have seen Brandy get handsy with people and Brandy does not have boundaries to me. I feel like and I'm not even talking about like that. I'm just talking about in general. Um, She doesn't have a problem throwing anything out to see what sticks. And so she was sent home. Caroline went home, I hope. That we get more to this story and that it's not true that Brandy like, tried to kiss her against her. Well, I don't know. I, I would like to note like, all the details. And I wonder if we're going to get it in Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Season 4. Now, I was listening to Carlos King this morning. So I'm recording this Monday. What is it? January 30th. Um, This will come out tomorrow, Tuesday. So I was listening to Carlos King expand on it so he made sure to tell the girls that there is basically like a group chat a small group chat of those that talk so he was in the know about this before it was reported on in people magazine by dave or for people.com maybe or maybe not you know and i'm not sure if it was in either but i know that i believe dave quince put something out there about this happening So he said that he knew about this before it was put out there and him and Dave are good friends, but no, it didn't come from Dave, but I guess it came from one of the people in this group that talk, I'm assuming uh, people in this industry. So he said that he hoped that it played out too. He also said he wondered if the ladies supported Brandy or if they supported Caroline. He said when it first was reported that, It was a possible physical altercation because Brandy supported Dina. He said he was just sitting back, shaking his head, like, basically, if y'all only knew, like, this is not even the case. So then, of course, it's come out again that it was um, maybe some kissing was involved. But he said that he wondered who Phaedra supported because Phaedra and Brandy have become really good friends. And allegedly, he said he heard, well, it's not alleged that he said it. So maybe I should take allegedly. I don't know. I feel like we use allegedly for everything. Like, allegedly, I'm going to be cooking spaghetti for dinner tonight. Like, no, you're cooking spaghetti. And if you don't end up cooking it, it's because you just decided not to. But it's not false, right? But anyway, I don't know. I guess it would be false if I didn't cook it. Anyway, (laughs) he said that he heard that Brandy and Phaedra were shopping around a reality show about their dating life. Phaedra don't even reveal stuff about herself. So, like, would that even be interesting? Like, would it? Because she doesn't. She doesn't reveal anything about herself. So that's what he said uh, he heard. He said also amongst the ladies, what he heard was that they supported Caroline and that allegedly there was a conversation about consent, which we talked about earlier. So it'll be interesting to see if we get any of this uh, during the season, especially since I believe Caroline left again before the the last night of filming or something. Moving on, so Nini Leaks and her son Brent. So Brent Leaks did a challenge, uh, some sort of challenge on IG, TikTok, or whatever. And you shoot you shoot into a basket like you're shooting a basketball. If it goes in the basket. I believe you're straight. If you miss, then you're gay. Some people were saying that Brent missed on purpose. So Nene was hosting, was co-hosting on The Breakfast Club, I believe this morning. And they asked her about it. And before I go into that, first, they asked her about the Housewives of Atlanta. They said, of course, you know, we want to see you back on TV, which I do too. I love Nene. I've never made that a secret. And they asked her if she had any interest in rejoining the cast. And she said, no, she said she had no interest. The girls are handling it. Then she was a little bit shady and was like, are they? <laughs> no, but that was Nene, not me. But she said that she's cool with the girls. Um, But at this time she has no interest. She thinks that ship has sailed. I wonder if the rumors of her $20 million settlement with Bravo and them having to produce. I forget how many shows for her on like maybe a streaming service i wonder if that's true if that's why she's like i don't want to be on ensemble i got this money and the possibility of other shows so i don't know but she said she had no interest she was retweeting a little while ago when someone else was like why do certain housewives get chances i forget the housewife they used was it brandy i'm not sure but nini doesn't she retweeted it now maybe she could have just retweeted that to be like i mean i know but I don't want to come back. I don't know. Who knows? I thought that meant she wanted to come back. But right now, she's saying she did. as of this morning, she's saying she does not want to come back. Now, let's go back to her son and the challenge. She said that she was away and her phone was blowing up, text, phone calls. And they were like, let me get it right. I'm reading Took notes on my phone. She said she was getting texts and phone calls all weekend saying Brent came out and is gay. And she said she was like, oh, my gosh, is he? because she had not heard of such a thing. So then she said, Brent did call her and say, mom, I did this TikTok challenge and people are calling me gay. And she said, she said to him, if you are, it's fine. It doesn't matter. And he said, okay, but I'm not. So they asked her, the breakfast cup asked her, why didn't you ask him? She said, because it doesn't matter. Support my son regardless, which I thought was a cool answer, like knowing that she would be supportive. Then they talked about Madonna doing it and missing or something like that. I don't even know if they said missing, but she said, is Madonna gay too? And they were like, I thought you said it doesn't matter. She was like, it doesn't, but this is Madonna. Of course I want to know. And then they picked up on the fact that she said, is he, is she gay too? And they were like too. And she was like, no, I'm just saying. So she has said that Brent called her and said that he is not gay. But if he was, she said it would not matter to her, which was great to hear. (sighs) Let's talk about the Real Housewives of Dubai and Nina Ali leaving. Now, I was kind of indifferent towards Nina. I felt I got what Lisa Milan was saying about Nina. Like, basically, you said all these things so that I wouldn't like this girl, Caroline. And now you right there with her. I also got, get how people can change their minds when they start, once they start being around a person like, oh, yo, that person is actually really cool or whatever. So I could see both sides of it. But she said she is leaving. And let me see. I believe I pulled up what she said. She said, it was an honor to be a part of the de- debut season of The Real Housewives of Dubai and to help Bravo bring this beloved franchise to the city I call home. I'm grateful to the network. Andy Cohen and the team at Truly Original for welcoming me into this extended family and for embracing the diversity of riches Dubai has to offer. I like that line diversity of riches that Dubai has to offer. 2023 has already brought many exciting opportunities my way, including an emerging new business, new home, and new adventures. So for now, I'll be moving my attention away from the show to allow myself the space to focus on new challenges. I wish my fellow housewives all the best moving forward. I'll be cheering you on. I mean, it's cool. Sarah, I believe that that's the one that I was like, she can go. You can go. Isn't that what Mary said? You can go. Didn't I sound like her? Okay, but so- Nina, congratulations to you and all your business endeavors. I hope everything goes smoothly and we wish nothing but the best for you. The Real Housewives of Miami. So I do my recaps of Miami on my Patreon, wegopodcast.com slash Patreon. But if you do not subscribe to Patreon or not interested, you can, again, get a what else is going on podcast subscription at wegopodcast.buzzsprout.com dot com and support me monthly. Cause I got two babies in college, y'all. But anyway, so let's talk about Miami. So recently Dr. Nicole did an interview on mention it all podcast. One day I'm going to tell y'all about my experience with that podcast, but not today. Anyway, so let's talk about Dr. Nicole. She was on, this is from page six and she said that Hold on, I'm scrolling to get to it. She said that basically Larsa has staged dates this season. And she said, bring your boyfriend on. Now, let me see. Let me pick it up so I could see it a little clear. Oh, y'all can't see that. Okay. So I could see it a little clearly. She said, uh, she branded Larsa the fake one of them all with that mirror. She said, I keep saying that, right? Bring your boyfriend on, your real boyfriend, the one you're getting caught taking pictures with. Let's be honest. She's got four grown kids. She's got an ex and they are co-parenting. You don't see any of that. Now, Lars's kids are Scotty Jr., 22, Preston, 21, Justin, 18, and daughter, Sophia, 14. She said, instead, you see some date that you know is staged. Then she said, as for the why behind the alleged behavior, Nicole hypothesized that Larsa wants to be on reality TV, but doesn't want to share her real life. And I agree. She wants to be famous, right? She wants to stay in some of these circles that she's been in due to her marriage to Scotty, but she doesn't want to share her real life at all. I totally get that. She said, uh, Dr. Nicole said, girl, you need to step up and share your real life. So I agree with Dr. Nicole. I definitely think that Larsa wants to be famous, but she doesn't want to share her life. And what gets me is how she throws out these accusations. It's one thing. If you feel attacked, you attack back. But can you attack back with truth and not? I heard. I heard. I mean, I'm going into it a little bit, but on the re- on this most recent episode last Thursday, She now says it was a resident that uh, Dr. Nicole allegedly slept with, but before it was the whole hospital. So which one is it? She just throws these things out. Like Dr. Nicole says, she lights a match and moves on. And I just feel like, girl, you don't even share your life. Again, talk about when you was in the mall with Malik Beasley, then you and his baby mama got back and forth. Well, went back and forth. I believe he's engaged to her now, but anyway, I'm 100% Dr. Nicole. I love, I have loved since season one, Dr. Nicole and team Gertie hands down. Those, that was my, those were my girls from season one. So again, I totally agree with Dr. Nicole. Now let's get into a little bit of P- Potomac as Bondi blue. Says Bondi blue, if you're listening to this, come on the show. I'm going to reach out to you, but, uh, Poto Mac, as Bondi Blue says. So uh, the intro packages, I'm going to be honest, y'all barely took notes. I just, this season has been a lot of hypocrisy and very like throw out, very Brandy Glanville. Throw out whatever you want about somebody, whether it's true or not, just to create drama. For a TV show that you then think that you just walk away from when the season is. When it's not your season, but then when you get to filming. I don't like seeing I've said this before and I'll say it again. I don't like seeing my housewives clock in. Meaning I see you punching a time clock to show up for the housewives. I wish we could have the days where they would go to lunch. And natural. There's already dissension in the group. Naturally, they're not going to agree, right? When they were in Mexico, some of those arguments, you could see that they were legit. But outside of this Giselle talking about she adds spice, girl, no, you be lying. You don't add spice. You saying on TV that Chris grabbed that woman's butt when clearly the camera didn't show that, that's you lying. And I want to be very clear. People are saying Giselle has every right to feel uncomfortable, she does. Y'all don't think Karen has that same right to? Be clear, I'm not a LaDame, but I find it interesting that people are going up for Giselle. Some, because there are, she has the right to feel uncomfortable, but Karen doesn't. With Giselle, she does have the right to feel uncomfortable. However, the un- her feeling uncomfortable is her issue and not Chris's. I've said it probably a hundred times and I'm going to say it again. This woman said he did nothing nor said anything to make her feel uncomfortable. And she doesn't even remember the conversation. Oh, he was talking about Candace or something. She was trying to insinuate something. She felt uncomfortable being in a room with a married man and how it looked. So she was more concerned with her uncomfortability came from optics, not from Chris hisself, himself. Chris doesn't have to apologize for that at all. I mean, I think about how Giselle and I did a video about this when I Watch What Happens Live saying that Mia apologized to Wendy in the group chat the next day, but didn't mention that Wendy had been removed from the group chat. So it only went out to the group, hence Candace bringing it up. At that dinner in Mexico. I mean. Do better. I'm just like. Just do better. I'm not calling for anybody to be off the show. Or what have you. But just do better. I'm so sick. And I'm sick of no one running up against Giselle. Like. We know that your intention was to bring Sharice on. To go after Karen. That much is clear. If Sharice was. And I don't care what anybody says. As far as. Karen was using her mom to deflect. She may be, but I get what she's saying. You continue to say, I showed up for you. In season five, she had already said to Karen's face, I was the only one that came. She brought it up because she thought it was going to be on camera and make the footage, right? It didn't make the footage. Now, here you are two seasons later, bringing it up again. It's not like you're telling Karen that for the first time. I could see if she was telling Karen that for the first time, but you weren't. So I, I feel like I get where Karen's coming from in that aspect. Don't talk about my mom's funeral and continue to remind me I did this for you. Remember when Robin was upset with Candace and was when Candace was like, limes are for bees or something like that when they were in Miami? And Robin in the confession, I was like, I, I, I even st- defended Chris or stood up for Candace. And people were like, yeah, cause that's what you should have done. Cause that's what a friend or th- not, not even really a friend. That's like a mature adult can see right or wrong and speak up when even their friend is wrong. So a mature adult who's already said, I supported you. When your mom, that when you said it two years ago, why are you now bringing that back up? So that would have pissed me off, too, if I was Karen. Don't. We not going to talk about you coming to my mom's funeral. We just not. Again, Karen may have used it as a deflection, but I know I would have been hot, too. maybe, And been like, especially again, because she already said that to Karen and she's making it very clear. I was the only one. Okay, girl. You were the only one. Um, I have to touch on last week. It was interesting how Giselle was like, I don't like how Karen lied on, on Sharice. We've watched you lie on people. You said in this episode that your version is going to be better of a story. So like, girl, what, how are you mad? Even if Karen lied on Sharice, how are you mad? It's just become very obvious. Well, When I found out Sharice was coming on, I immediately said she's coming on to do Giselle and probably some of Robin's dirty work. Giselle's made up with Karen, so she knows that the audience don't really want to see her keep going back and forth with Karen. Boom, she brings Sharice. Because if anybody really wanted to make it right with you, your immediate go-to wouldn't be you cheating on your husband, you this, you that. Like, come on. We get it. And to me, the stuff that Sharice was saying this week, it was like, girl. Like we can just throw out anything now. It may be, and I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just like, I don't really like care. We keep hearing these things about Karen. How many people are gonna sit up and say they are doing X, Y, and Z? And maybe Karen does, maybe Karen has an arrangement but doesn't want to admit to it because maybe she does, maybe Ray. It's like, listen, as long as it's between us, they also have families and children that may not know. So maybe that's why, because people are like, Karen just needs to come out and say she has an arrangement. No, I think Karen needs to come out and say, mind your business about my marriage, period. Now, one can say, well, Karen's asking Robin about her engagement because it's a part of the show. So she can ask her about it. You're that is part of your story line, Robin. It's not like you're getting married. Uh, you and what you mentioned it once, but it's not a main focus of your storyline. When Ray and Karen were having their issues seasons ago and it was the main focus of her storyline. Yeah, they should have been asking questions. We'll be back after a quick break. But you still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping you yeah. feel me? Loading them up on it, it only takes structure, and and you know just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah, know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? I you know, mean, yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm Y'all already? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm trying, oh, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah, Look, 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 We all artists, man. We go. You feel me? We gonna have this like. Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we, playing, we playing <laughs> don't right play we play with this shit right now with this I ain't gonna lie, we play with this shit right now for a real. Oh, I ain't gonna lie. Play don't it, play with it. Nah. Take that shit seriously. Robin, this is a part of your storyline. Y'all keep saying y'all want Giselle to have a storyline. Bring something. Robin's storyline was Juan, therefore, any cast member can talk about. What's supposed to be your storyline on the show? I don't have a problem with Karen um, bringing that stuff to Robin because Robin brought it to us on the TV. This episode, again, for me was just like. Like. What am I watching? Now, I'm going to say this. Let me take a little sip, sip. What was I watching at Robin's bachelorette party? I tweeted, where was the red beans and rice ain't miss her? I'm going to say this part on the podcast. Sisters, where were they? That's what they got. Like, oh, did y'all hear that? My bad. That was the margarita. Um, I was looking for shake your You know, watch yourself. Go ahead. Though. You know, like those type of girls. Been so long. Like. A Porsche type or what I, Kenya more, like, maybe more of a Porsche type, but like, <laughs> and I say that because I feel like Porsche exudes sex, whereas Kenya is beautiful, but I don't get that from her. Like Giselle, Giselle is beautiful. Bondi Blue said something that I agreed with when they were doing yoga on the beach. She said, Giselle doesn't even seem like her, bot- like the way she moves doesn't even seem like she's sexual. And I get that. She just doesn't give it to me. Now I'm going to say something. If I had to choose one of the women, like the women on the cast and they were like, you know, we're going to a stripper party and one of the women's like, not women's. Oh my gosh, y'all hear me. But like out of the entire cast, I think that Ashley exudes like sexiness in a different way than like a Mia or there's like a, In your face, but not in your face type thing. There's like a, almost like it would be like a tug of war, a back and forth, if you will, with consent. And then Robin, because her calming energy, but also she can get turned. We're both Aries, fire sign. Shout out to our Aries sister, Zell, from Who Asked Me podcast. If y'all have not listened to that, go listen. Uh, Zell has wonderful guests. She's funny and quick. Um, we recognize a lot of things in Robin, but the, then there's also things we recognize that are like, "Girl, I'm gonna need you to, like, turn that part of turn that part down," because Robin isn't innocent in all of this with Karen. I don't believe, but again, I understand it's not one side; it's it, both, right? But like, I think Robin and Ashley are gorgeous. I think Candace is too. I mean, it's just. I feel like Ashley's, again, is like a, what did um what was Candy's show, y'all? The show she just had with her staff, which I wish was coming back. But there's a two men named Brian and, yeah, I forget the other guy. But they were like pulling and tugging. <laughs> tugging and pulling. But with Ashley, I feel like it would be like that. And then Robin, to me, I know that she doesn't give the highest energy sometimes, but there's just something about her. Like the, um, something about her that's like, oh, okay. So is that weird to say? Like out of all those, women? but I will say the cast of Potomac is gorgeous hands down. Like all of them. So yeah, they're a beautiful cast. Yo, what was I saying? But anyway, this whole Karen and Robin thing, it's a lot. But what I watched with Potomac and just the things that Sharice was saying, it was like, how far are we going to go? DJ Richie Sky... Uh, Make sure you check out his YouTube at DJ Richie Sky and on Instagram. If you haven't love him, he was talking about in his video, how far, how how far are we going to go? Like with the accusation, like just how far are we going to go with the stuff that we're going to say? Like talking about Karen having sex with the help. And now did I hear Giselle say it was recent? Karen and Sharice haven't been friends in over five years. Was Sharice saying the last when She said the last time I was at a club with her, she was having sex with the help in the bathroom. Did that just mean that they were at the same club or same event, but they weren't together? Because if they're talking about they were together, y'all ain't been friends in five years. That ain't recent. And let's be clear. When Giselle was saying that Sharice was sleeping with a fireman. Uh she said that you were loose too and I remember Candace on Carlos King's podcast recently said that Giselle was known amongst the cast as being loose. So does that go for a lot of y'all like just the things that they were saying and to and they said they've all heard the rumors. It's like like speaking of hearing rumors, last week Wendy and just when uh Giselle, I'm sorry, and Robin said they hadn't heard the rumors. Now were they being specific to the rumors about the blonde woman? Or just rumors. And actually, I'm going to speak to the blonde part. So last season, Giselle was saying all that stuff about Wendy having plastic surgery because she may be insecure because of the rumors about Eddie that were out in a blog. That blog post had the rumors about Eddie and saying that he allegedly was having an affair with a white woman. And th- they they specifically made sure to say white woman and that they had a secret baby. And they talked about Juan. Right. Robin called Wendy and was like, hey, did you hear about these rumors? Is there anything that Eddie could do? He's a lawyer. And Wendy was like, we know that's not true. We're not giving any light to that. blah blah blah. Season starts. And now all of a sudden. These rumors are being brought up. So when Wendy. Dog walked Giselle with her words. And gave Robin a little tap, tap, too, because Robin interrupted when she could have just sat there chilling. I get why Wendy thought, well, maybe is Robin involved? Because you and I talked about this off camera. You brought the rumors to me. So clearly you knew about them, right? You brought the rumors to me. And now your home girl and her minion, Ashley, are bringing them to me. So are you involved in this? In Robin's defense in that moment, Robin had been drinking. So she probably wasn't even like, she was not firing on all cylinders, right? So I say all that to say that they were lying about not hearing the rumors because they came from the same block. And and that's what I mean about them calling Karen a liar. Y'all lie too. You have heard the rumors. Y'all didn't specifically say, I have not heard the rumor about Juan dating a blonde woman around Georgetown. Or maybe they said that rumor. I don't know, but they were acting like they hadn't heard any rumors about Juan. Um, y'all and now we do hear that robin and juan got married my question was was it a did they come back here and have it legalized or was it a ceremony also people keep using the words that juan is having an affair on robin my thing is if what this young lady said was true and that robin knew and if they have an arrangement then it's not cheating Last week when Karen was saying, if you're uh, you're fake, Robin, your relationship is fake, we know that Karen has been lying since season one, okay? However, if Robin and Juan have an arrangement with them, if, the big thing is if, make sure you catch me when I'm saying if, if Robin and Juan actually have an arrangement amongst themselves like yeah we're really not together we're gonna get this money good you know the show is interested in our stories and so we're gonna get this money blah but we can do our thing just be discreet then Robin is fake too because that's not what she's presenting to us if that is true if it's not true then she's not being fake about that I do think she's being fake about why she didn't invite Wendy you mad because Wendy laughed it was funny. Why is that funny? Why did you pull out your phone to tape Mia throwing or or the, the, uh, I'm sorry, because you didn't pull it out during Mia's part. You pulled it out and focused it on Wendy. So why did you find the need to do that? Should Wendy have just pulled out her phone and recorded Karen going back and forth with you at the table? That's what I mean about Robin. That's when I can't rock with her. Like girl, you like, and being so upset. Sharice is a person Karen, why won't you give her a chance? Um, Wendy came to you twice. And now because she laughed at something, girl, that was funny, now all of a sudden you don't think she wants to be a true friend. No, it's because your boss, Giselle, would have been upset. You gotta report back to your boss, like Nene said, the girls were doing with Kim Zosiak some seasons ago. That that's that's how I feel. Like I'm glad and Wendy. Said, okay, let, but let's call a spade a spade. It was Robin. It wasn't Giselle. And I'm over this whole thing with them. Be clear. People are saying, oh, I understand why Giselle don't mess with Wendy. Giselle initiated all of that last year and sent Ashley in to be her closer. And when Wendy tapped her back with her words, as she had a right to do rightly so. Giselle, oh, you're t- you, you were talking about my fam- family all last year. No, nah, she wasn't talking about your family all last year. She read you for talking about her relationship when yours was plenty jacked up. And another thing people are saying, you know, oh, that's an old housewife's trope. Giselle don't have no man, can't find no man. If Giselle was trying to read the girls about their outfits, then I'm sure they would hit her back talking about her outfits. If Giselle was trying to read the girls about their businesses, they would probably hit her back like you don't have a business. Giselle stays talking about someone's relationship. So yes, they're going to talk about her lack of one. It makes sense. Imagine now if Giselle was like, girl, you don't have no business acumen, no business sense. All your business has failed. And they were like, well, that's why you don't have a man and he cheated on you. It's like, okay, well, the two don't quite like, that's not like, they don't kind of correlate But because she does always have her mouth on somebody's relationship, they hit her back in the same area. Like, I don't get how people don't see that. I don't feel like it's just a housewife's trope. I don't feel like now. And also, we do know that Giselle values a man, right? Places a lot of value on men. So again, too, they're hitting her right back. Like, girl, how dare you? Like, what? So I get why they hit her back there. Um, I'm so excited for Candace's record release. Girl, um, y'all were just having a conversation. I'm so glad that, I'm so excited about Candace's record release. It's great. Black Girl Magic in Essence. Isn't Essence in July? And isn't that when Robin was supposed to be uh, going to Jamaica? Shout out to DJ Richie Sky for pointing that out. Also, when the guy came over for the to fit Carter, Corey and Juan for their suits. Y'all think that was for the wedding in Jamaica that they were going to and not hers? And she was saying, "Oh, it's in this many months. Oh my gosh, I got to hurry because she waited last minute to get fitted for the tuxes for that wedding cuz maybe Carter and Corey and Juan were in that wedding or they just wanted suits, you know, fitted suits to go to that wedding. Shout out to Rodney, the voice. He brought that up on his, uh, one of his recaps, I believe last week or the week before. I, this season was just so weird to me. And a part of me is glad it's over because I got tired of watching the shenanigans every week. Like Ashley and running back and telling like, girl, I don't, I did think it was funny when uh, Candace was like, it's a commitment to basically eat for JJ and um uh, Ashley was like don't knock it till you try it and Mia I can I admit it was funny when Mia said that Ashley was a garden snake and she was a python and that she filled her filled hers out cuz Mia you were right about both of those things Mia's makeup in the confessional where she has the long braided ponytail with the beads that mm-hmm. lipstick is so gorgeous on her I think like stunning um Yeah, that's really all I got for it. I'm trying to think. I mean, there were so many just like things that you could talk about, but it's like, why? We've been talking about them week after week after week. I will say with Potomac, I can't stand the whole Giselle says I'm adding hot sauce. Like when she went and told me, I told I spread the rumor that you and Wendy were having sex. That's not funny. Like, it's really not funny at all. I don't believe anything that Mia says about her and Wendy. Why would I start believing her now when she's lied about plenty of other things? And remember, y'all, when Mia got mad or or had something to say about Karen for uh, telling Giselle info that Mia had shared with her? Why she ain't have that same energy when Karen came to her and was like, Giselle said that you were looking up Jacqueline's, you know, hoo-ha. She had have that same energy for Giselle. She wants to be a green-eyed bandit so badly. She's willing to do anything. And when she said Wendy wasn't insecure, there was just sexual tension. Girl, stop it. Mia was never insecurely insecure. I mean, Wendy was never insecure about you. Don't let Giselle gaslight you like that, honey. It's just, it's just gets, it just, it makes me just like, ugh, one of those. I hope I'm not disappointing y'all in this review. I just, it just really works my nerves. Plus I took notes and then I deleted them by accident. I was just, I was looking on my iPhone. <laughs> <Who the hell? laughs> because I keep a running text message thread to myself and I'll go and it always sends double like one in green, one in gray, or one in blue, one in gray, whatever. And I deleted both of the threads by accident. So there is that I'm excited about the season finale next week. Um, It does look like they're going to be talking about Candace. And I guess, I don't know something happening, like the show looks like it's, like has some kinks in it or something. I guess that she's putting on Candace being the grown woman. She is knowing they got to make a show invited everyone, but I guess her and Giselle were good. Yeah. um, I'm just thinking back on some more of this episode when Mia was like, just Jacqueline called her to see if she could come over. And then we see Mia walking through, was Mia walking through the airport tunnel, like after you get off the plane and, and she was like, huh? No. And hung up girl. Was anybody on the line? Cause y'all are supposed to be on speakerphone. I need to see your phone records to see if she really called you. I don't know if I believe you. Oh, and then when Giselle went over Mia's, and she was like, you, you put this flooring down. Oh, it's beautiful. And then Mia was showing their favorite area girl. You live there. What three months during the filming. Stop. Just stop. Um, Unpopular opinion, I don't. I don't. Giselle is a like hands down gorgeous woman. I don't like that wig that she had on at Mia's. I feel like it washes her out a little bit. Um, I don't like that one. And and it, I don't know. I I don't like the two blends of colors together on her. I like some of her other uh, colors. But yeah, let me see what else happened. I did like her Giselle in that dress they wore to. She wore to the strip club. I was thinking, like, if I was going on a bachelorette what I wear but I forgot I went on a bachelorette last year um shout out to our girl Raven mainly Raven love you boo my sis I was thinking like if I was going in a sprinter van like only because we hear like I've been hearing different reviewers talk about the girls outfits so like huh what would I wear I don't know maybe I'd wear something that let me slither on stage with the other girls (laughs) yeah I'm just kidding y'all I love talking to you. all I will be getting more into Potomac with a guest later on in the week, but I just wanted to give my overall thoughts about this. It just, even if it's not a cash shakeup necessarily, the girls need to be given a talking to. I don't need Ashley running down to us to say something and then leave. That scene in the wedding store, Ashley was throwing out things, but what Giselle was picking up was totally different. Y'all notice how Giselle immediately went to vaginas when she was like, I do have something to tell you from Mexico. It was like, get the story. They left together. They could have walked out the door together. One went back to her place that she was sleeping. One went to the other. That doesn't mean anything. But it is interesting how this is the second time that all the ladies have had a good time when Giselle was not there in Miami. And then again. In Mexico. And I liked seeing them have a good time together. Ashley, Mia, Wendy, and Candace. I enjoyed that. So uh, we shall see. We shall see what it what Chris is going to say uh, next week. Um, I forgot to ask y'all. So, Deborah, Deborah, the one who, you know, said Chris was you know flirting with her and Happy Eddie. Did y'all see her husband's post? So on the Instagram account, R-H-O-A underscore R-H-O-P, they took a screenshot of his, I guess it was his tweet. And he says, confused at why R-H-O-P keeps choosing to highlight the worst of Deb. He said worse, the worst of Deb hitting pause in 4k and seeing a lot of other not so flattery images. The ratings are up though. I guess that's what matters. My patience is wearing thin, but her battle armor is getting tougher. And then he has the yellow praise hands and child of some type of seal shield. Then she decides to do an Instagram story because Candace was on Watch What Happens Live. And somebody asked her, had Deborah reached out, sorry if I'm yelling, y'all, had Deborah reached out to apologize. And she said no. And um, basically like she would get ate up or something, something to that effect. And so she did a, a, a Deborah did an Instagram story with the cookie monster. And she said, at the real Candace, be sure to keep the same energy when you see me in person, dot, 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 which will be all in caps soon with seven O's. Then she has an alarm clock. Then it says you, the word and in caps, at C Bassett 33 both wish y'all could eat this cookie monster g- goddess realness. Hashtag breakfast is served. <laughs> no. And that's all I got for you folks. I love y'all so much. Me and Jose, last name Cuervo, enjoyed talking to y'all. I love y'all so much. Until Friday. I'm so glad we had this time together. Some of y'all might be too young to remember that. That's Carol Burnett. But let's be clear. I watched Carol Burnett on the recaps, the reruns, the rerounds. Not the first part, okay? And fly, Eagles fly. Shout out to Philly. Yay! 49ers. Y'all play like sore losers and believe. Bye, y'all.